Thank you so much for having me. What a great podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I love you guys. You flamin' drongo. Welcome to the bay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of your favorite Home and Away podcast. Welcome to the bay. And... On today's show, we have a very special guest joining us. It's Sam Frost. Welcome, Sam. How are you going today? Very well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Ah, that is great to hear. Now, today we will start off with something that a lot of our listeners know, and it's a bit of a fan and actor um, little thing that we got going on. Tori was obviously a big fan of Jasmine. So you two are going to go head to head in a couple of questions. Are we ready to go? Okay. All right. So first of all, and I'll get your thoughts first, Tori, just to give Sam a little bit of time to think. Um, What was your favourite Jasmine storyline? I think I'm going to be a bit predictable here and go with her grief storyline after um, Robbo died and all the great stuff as well. I think, Sam, you really shone during that storyline. I mean, you're always great. You're my favourite from the start. But um, yeah, from that storyline was just my favourite storyline the show has ever done um, in the whole history of all the years I've watched. So yeah, it definitely has to be that one for me. Oh, wow. That's such a huge compliment. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm actually going to have to agree. I really enjoyed that storyline. I think it challenged me and I really had to dig into the real grief that I had experienced in my life and um, Jake is such a blessing to work with so he's been he was amazing and so I was also grieving my friend as well like so there was also that playing into it as well. Mm, Interesting so we'll go same again Tori first what was your favorite Jasmine romantic relationship? Um, it's quite hard because I did enjoy different aspects of all of them. Um, but I think it does have to be Cash. Um, I was just waiting for her to have like a really pure, safe relationship. And I feel like she had that with Cash in the end. So that, yeah, Cash. Yeah, that's a good answer. I actually got asked this on an Instagram Q&A recently. And... Yeah, so that, yeah, I agree. I think it, Cash was very healing for Jasmine. Um, but I must admit, I did actually, I felt bad for Robbo after I sent that, uh, did that answer. So yeah. my answer was I enjoyed Colby. Colby's friendship I think that was really valuable to Jasmine and he was so consistent and I think Cash was very healing and I like to think in another universe they're off living in the sunset yes very happy but then Jake actually replied to my story when I did that (laughs) Jake actually wrote no good answer Romo was a bit of a flog so But then afterwards, I was like, oh, actually, I feel really bad that I said that. I feel bad for um, my character, Jess. And I was like, no, that's Robbo was her great love. And I don't think that you'll ever recover from that. And, you know, in her life that I've 
believe she's probably living somewhere now. I think that, yeah, while she would be with Cash, then I think that her heart will always have Robbo in it. Mm, that's yeah, actually that quite sense. funny. That's <laughs> quite funny, that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and also along the same lines, what about Jazzy, your favourite Jazzy friendship? Um, sorry. For me, it has to be Willow um, because I you've probably heard this before, Sam, we go on about it way too much, but I met my best friend who also does this podcast sometimes, um, Sarah. We feel like we are Jazz and Willow um, <laughs> because we met because of you and Sarah. We only met on Instagram and now we meet up in real life and she's going to be my maid of honour at my wedding. So That Jazz is so exciting. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love that. Jazz and Willow are very special to us um, on a personal level as well. So it always has to be them. <laughs> that is really special. I have to agree. That is my favourite friendship as well. And it's so beautiful that I was fortunate enough to make a lifelong friend. Like Sarah is a really beautiful friend of mine. And we're with each other through thick and thin, through the lows and the highs. And, you know, she's always the person that I can turn to when I need to vent, when I need help like even recently I needed help with or an audition and she's the first person they called and I was like I need your help can you be my reader Mm -hmm. and then I ended up chickening out because I didn't feel like I was good enough for the role but she was she's always the biggest cheerleader and I like to think that I am in her life as well but on screen I think that it was very similar as well like we both had each other's back no matter what. And like when um, Sarah did the beautiful storyline with the court case and then she dobbed on Dean and oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> um, like Jasmine was her, someone that she could confide in and uh, be herself without judgment. So I really enjoyed that um, that aspect of it as well. I think they've got a really beautiful friendship. And of course her friendship with um, Irene, I think that, that oh, was yes. so much fun and I love Lynn to death. So yeah, that was a really special friendship. Yeah, that yeah, was think, beautiful. Yeah, Jazz, Jazzy had quite a lot of uh, beautiful friendships, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, very lucky. Um, so finally for this first little bit, um, was there anybody that either of you thought Jasmine maybe should have had a few more scenes with that she didn't get many with for me um she did get quite a few with him but I think John and Jasmine I just loved their scenes so much their humor together the the comedy timing it was just fantastic I would have loved a whole spin-off a whole spin-off show both of those two together (laughs) oh I am obsessed with that answer I wasn't actually gonna go with that but now that you've said that I'm thinking absolutely 100% that is what we had to do because John is my favorite character of the show I think he's so underrated even he (laughs) and like he's so underrated and I'm like oh my goodness and like John and Shane like Shane as a human being is one of the most beautiful kind funny uh colleagues like I've ever had like he's a truly beautiful person and when we had scenes together I just really enjoyed them and I would always get excited when I got the script and I would see a John and Jasmine scene Mm. I got seriously so excited and I would see (laughs) Shane in the halls and I'm like we got a scene together (laughs) um yeah I was really excited about that and he's he's hilarious and John is such a funny character um and yeah every single time I worked with him I had an absolute blast so I agree with you I wasn't going to say that but I agree with you I was actually (laughs) going to say um Mackenzie because I love M Weir so much but actually I changed my answer and I think that John you're correct (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, enough question answering from me now. Um, Sam, how did the role of Jasmine come about for you and what was the process like? So I actually got asked to audition and it was quite a daunting experience because I was a very green actor. I hadn't done any TV. Uh, I hadn't done, I had done theatre when I was in my late teens. And so I had a, a couple of years of theatre training, but that's about it. And then, um, yeah, I got asked to audition and I actually got asked to audition for Willow's role. Mm. And yeah, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is, but she was actually called Amber in the, um, yeah. in the first draft, which is interesting because then later on we had an Amber character. So it was actually Amber, which turned out to be Willow. Um, anyway, so I did this, I did the audition and I was so nervous. Oh my goodness. And my mouth was so dry and I <laughs> felt like I was like trembling, but anyway, um, yet they they really liked me and they asked for me to come back and before I went back for my second audition I met with the home and away acting coach and she just had a chat to me she sort of was trying to get a vibe of like where I'm at like what skills I have mm. and um yeah it sort of felt like that she was just getting nothing me out of it she helped with mm. my audition um and then so I had a chemistry test with James Stewart and uh, it was the first scene that Willow enters home uh, the bay. So she's like, are you Justin yep. Rowland? Right? I can't even remember it. Like, whips her, hair, beautiful, her beautiful yeah. hair off the motorbike. Anyway, um, and so I had to do that scene in the chemistry test. <laughs> and anyway, it was, oh, my goodness, I was so nervous. <laughs> and because I knew James Stewart because I had worked on radio and we had interviewed each other and, so I knew him on a professional level. So I was really embarrassed to sort of be like, hi, yeah, <laughs> auditioning. <laughs> anyway, um, but anyway, it turned out it was meant to be, I didn't get the role, obviously. Um, and then when I saw Sarah play Willow, I, was, I there was no way I could have imagined playing yeah. her. She's so perfect for the role. Um, and then, yeah, and it was actually quite a funny story. So then my agent called me and was like, hey, so you didn't get the role. And I was like, Oh, and I just started blabbering because I was so nervous <laughs> and I was like a bit embarrassed as well. Cause you know, being vulnerable in audition space is very, um, you know, it's daunting and I was quite embarrassed. That I didn't get the role. And I was like rambling on going, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm, pro I'm not a very good actor. Like it's probably oh, not my thing. Like, oh, blah, 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 blah. like just digging a hole, digging a hole. And then, um, and then she goes, whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. She goes, but they've got another role called Jasmine. Ah. And they actually created the role for me, um, oh. which was oh. really lovely. Yeah. So wow. I don't think many people know that. So they created Jasmine for me. And um, the series producer and uh, just thought it would be a great idea. Um, she sort of worked on my strengths, which was, which was, um, I don't know, just being a lovely, smiley person. <laughs> um, <and laughs> um, so, yeah, she did that. And my character deliberately was quite, had, I think I was in a coma for the first, like, yeah. couple of weeks. Three weeks, yeah. yeah. So, they yeah, they deliberately did that so I could get a feel for it, get more comfortable. And then my speaking role started getting developing. more and more and I had yeah developing so um yeah they were very kind to me and mm. I 
was a very green actor and now I look back and cringe at myself but <laughs> anyway I'm, I'm I'm proud of how far I went so yeah. yeah yeah you should be you just improved so much throughout the show and you were just fantastic I yeah I can't even put into words how great you were <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so lovely <laughs> no I love it it's so lovely that's a very unique story as well I don't think many people would have a story like that yeah um so this one is a question from our listeners, uh, one of our listeners, and we did actually touch on it a bit earlier. What do you think Jasmine and Cash's future would have been like if Jasmine had stayed in the Bay? Well, I think Summer Bay is notoriously uh, full of tragedy and drama. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what would have happened, but I would have liked to have thought that that was their, they were each other's people. and. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they're living happily ever after. I haven't, I haven't tuned into the show since. So oh. in my mind, they're living happily ever after. And like, some people emailed me and they were like, "I can't believe what they did to your character." And I actually don't know what they did. <laughs> oh. I know what they did. So um, I was just like, I know that I left, I left, um, to go to Robbo's parents' farm, and that's all I knew. And then apparently, I was supposed to come back, and. I broke Cash's heart somehow. I don't actually know what happened, yeah. but people were a bit upset about it. <laughs> anyway. And so our host who isn't with us today, who I mentioned earlier, Sarah, she especially wanted us to ask you what your favourite Willow and Jasmine scene was. Oh, okay. That's a great question. My favourite Jasmine and Willow scene. I do love the scene on the beach when Willow has just come back from court and you know the scene and she comes down and Jasmine's like we've been looking for you I've been looking for you um and then she it was a very emotional scene and both Sarah and I were genuinely crying at the time because her performance was so beautiful and it just affected me so much um so that was one of my favorite scenes interestingly about that scene is we actually ended up having to do ADR over it, which is post voice, which I was really disappointed about because it was such an emotional and raw scene. So to then have to um, go over the top of it, I don't think you could really replicate that raw emotion as much as when you're in the scene, when you're doing it over the top and trying to lip sync to your own were uh to your own mouth so that was a bit tricky but that's one of my favorite scenes I do love that scene and another one is um when I loved all the scenes when Willow played drunk she Sarah is the most amazing drunk actress and she always (laughs) makes me laugh and there's one scene where she's going upstairs she comes home drunk I can't really remember where we were it was just before Chelsea and Colby's wedding I think anyway and Sarah comes Willow comes home drunk and she goes up the stairs and she's calling out all these things anyway and I'm laughing and you can really hear a Sam laugh in it like it's not it's not Jasmine's not a Jasmine I'm, laugh. Like I'm <laughs> laughing so hard, and I could not stop laughing. Mm. And every single because every single time she did it differently. Anyway, and it just really made me laugh, and that's my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes. 
Mm. Yeah, Sarah and I are always saying um, how Willow and Jasmine didn't ever get a drunk scene together. It was either one yeah. or the other. At the time, the other had to look after. <laughs> yes, I know. That, that would have been so much fun. <laughs> but you're absolutely right, yeah. Um, and so do you personally feel like you made the right call, I guess, when you left the show and how you left the show? In an ideal world, I would have loved to have done a proper exit storyline. I think that would have been really nice. Unfortunately, at the time, it didn't it didn't really work, you know, with everything that was going on. Um, yeah, it was a really tricky time. I think 2021 for me personally was a really difficult year for my mental health. Um, from start to finish, it was just a shocker. So, yeah, I, I'm glad personally. I think I left at the right time. And, and obviously, you know, I met my partner and now I have a baby. So it was all meant to be. But for my story and my character, it would have been nice to do it justice and have a proper, proper exit storyline. And if you were going to write the exit storyline, what kind of exit would you like Jasmine to have? Oh, I don't want to, I wouldn't want to die because that means you can never come back. <laughs> um, unless so, you're a ghost. <laughs> unless you're a ghost or like in um, Cameron Dado's situation. Yes, yeah. The twin. And then he didn't yeah. even stay around for that long. You're like, I what know. was the point of that? But anyway, Cameron Dado's a lovely, lovely man. Um but, oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know what my exit would be, but I definitely don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> would you drive Jasmine up into the sunset or something like that? Yeah, I would. It, it, but it, Yeah, I would probably do something like that. But I'd want it to, yeah. I don't know. That's a very good question. I haven't really thought about it. But, um, yeah, and I also didn't want to get pregnant because usually people who get pregnant on the show Leave, don't last yeah. long because, yep. because babies cost too much to have on set. <laughs> I swear that's the reason. And they're really difficult. That's so why people just, they just go after that. Anyway. Um, so we've got another listener question um, and you touched on it before. They really would like to know if you'd ever go back to the show. Yeah, I would definitely be open to going back. It, it, I don't think I would go back as a long-termer. A I don't think yeah. I would. Just yeah, guess. because just maybe a guesty. I think that would be really fun. Like three to six months would be really fun. Yeah. It's just, yeah, with my family and, you know, that schedule is so full on that, you know, uh, the re- one of the reasons why I did leave is because I wasn't um spend I I wasn't doing anything of me I all I did was work and and especially because my mental health wasn't great at the time I think that um yeah because you don't have a personal life like you know some people I don't it's really full-on filming and I think now I would prioritize my family so I wouldn't go back as a permanent but I guess I would for sure yeah Mm. And so since leaving the shores of Summer Bay, you've been quite a busy woman. Could you enlighten us about some of the stuff you've been up to since? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been really busy, actually. It's been a lot of fun, actually. I've had the best two years of my life. And, yeah, it's just amazing. It's amazing how much happiness and love has been brought into my life. So we've been obviously had a baby. Um, <laughs> we've been traveling a lot. We're filming a travel show. Um, yep next month which is really exciting Geordie Sam and Ted's Adventures so that's going to be on 7 plus so I don't know 
I don't know how, I don't know. I'm not sure how people will access it like internationally, but anyway, so we're filming a travel show. I'm writing a book um, and what else are we doing? That's all at the moment. Um, but yeah, we're really excited. Any yes. sneaky details on what the book is Ooh, about? Yes. So we're doing one about youth mental health. So we're focusing on um, we're focusing on teenage and early adulthood mental health. So that's that's our focus at, at this time. So it's going to be sort of like our workshops incorporated into a book. Mm, and I think it's quite. I think it's quite admirable all the stuff that you do for mental health. Can you can you sort of explain what's like knowing that you've um, helped so many people, young people and older people? I, I mean, some of the messages and emails I get from people who have read my book or maybe I've said something at the right time and they've it's really resonated with them. I think I don't. It's hard to it's hard to even comprehend that you're making a difference because all I'm doing is trying to be as vulnerable and as truthful as possible and sharing what I know about mental health and what helps me in hope to help others. So it's hard to really comprehend the difference that it's making, but I do get some really amazing emails from people who have really resonated with something that I've said or I've written and it's changed their lives for the mm. best and in a really positive way and I think that yeah that's pretty amazing I remember my publisher said to me after I wrote Believe she goes you will never know the true amount of people whose lives you've saved writing this book and that was really beautiful but yeah it's hard to it's hard to really understand it all I guess but yeah, it's a really beautiful feeling, and that's why I do what I do. Yeah, that's really lovely. Um, and obviously, we've touched on the youth work and workshops that you do. Can you tell us more about those? Yeah, so my sister and I run youth workshops. We do them in person and online. Uh, we just find it really rewarding. My sister is a qualified youth mentor, and I so she does a lot of the um, structure of the workshops and I share my lived experience and a lot of them is about anxiety, social media, uh, positive friendships, um, all sorts of things really. Uh, body image issues we touch on. Yeah, we cover a whole range of things, but it's really rewarding. We don't make any money from it unfortunately <laughs> but um so it's hard to um like we use our own money to support it so we yeah. yeah so it's hard in that way but we really love doing it and it makes it all worthwhile when you see their faces and know that you've made a difference mm, that's really lovely and I think we need a, a few more people like that out there you know yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> And finally today, um, could you give us a little glimpse into what motherhood has been like for you and Geordie and little Ted? And is there any advice you would give to first-time mothers out there? 
That's a great question. Um, well, I am absolutely loving it. I love being a mum. Like, I just feel like this is my purpose and I've waited my whole life for little Ted and, you know, it's just been amazing. And he's a cool baby. Like, he's super <laughs> laid back and he's funny. And just like his parents. And- yes, that's very <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so... He's a cool baby and um, yeah, so life has been amazing and I'm so grateful because Geordie's a phenomenal dad and an amazing partner. So we share the load pretty equally. Um, Yeah, so we're in a really fortunate position where we're able to do that and a lot of people can't do that. So I'm very aware of my privilege and I'm very grateful that we're able to share share the responsibilities equally um yeah we're a really good team so <laughs> it's nice sometimes like last night I had the night off and I slept on the couch and it was amazing oh, um, lovely <laughs> yeah it was so great um but yeah so life is amazing and we travel a lot we always want to go out on adventures and be outdoors and hang out with our dogs and it's the simple things but we're really happy so it's good and then you know every now and again we'll you, you know go and do work bits and pieces and yeah. Mm, sounds brilliant. Sounds like everything's falling into place, eh? Thank you. It does feel <laughs> like that. Um, Thank you for coming on with us, Sam, today. I think I, well, I've had a blast. <laughs> thank you so oh, much. No, it's my absolute pre- pleasure. Thank you so much for all your support and love. It. It's so lovely and it doesn't go unnoticed. So thank you, too. Thank you so much for having me. What a great podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I love you guys. You flamin' drongo.